<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? Uh, never fear. Uh, Val, Val is here. I'm just recording this intro because uh, she's, well, she's in the house, guys. You don't need to know this. She's in the house. I think she's watching a British drama and she's folding laundry because she's great. This is a really, really special episode. We we had like a, I don't know, I, I won't even spoil it. We had this like thing and we needed to talk about it and, and Val had just gotten out of therapy and, and like we had this incredible, wonderful, necessary chat and I'm really happy to share it with you. This is like quintessential, we made it weird um, and I'm, I'm happy that you're here for it. Only a couple things to plug up top. June 11th is the next um, Largo, my Largo show here in Los Angeles doing stand-up. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. Always the highlight of my month. Last time was Rory Scovel. We had Dimitri Martin, uh, Mulaney, Sandler, Schumer. Uh, but even when it's not huge, huge, huge names, obviously sometimes it is. It's always me doing about 40 minutes of stand-up, uh, doing new stuff, fucking around, having fun. It's so great. So please come join us if you can, Largo-LA.com. Also, we just started putting the show on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed to me on YouTube, it's Pete Holmes on YouTube. And we just posted the Maya Rudolph episode, which is so awesome. Um, obviously, so happy for the audio listeners. But if you're, if you're uh, curious on what the set looks like and all that, set, I'm looking at it, it's just a couch, uh, or our faces... <laughs> Eventually, we'll do the We Made It Weirds on video uh, as well. But for now, uh, it's just the We uh, You Made It Weirds, which will be video. But uh, check that out on my YouTube. There's also clips if you just want to watch a clip or follow me on Instagram where we'll post the clips as well. Or TikTok, which I just joined. I just joined TikTok. I'm on there. Uh, which means somebody's, somebody's posting for me, guys. I'm going to be real. But it's good stuff. It's stuff I approve. <laughs> okay, just laugh like the like the doughboy. Really excited for you to hear this. Uh, if you like the show, try a Pete's Pick. Like our friends at Living Libations. Living Libations is an incredible, natural, high-end skin, hair, beauty product line. This In our house, everything is Living Libations. Uh, we have teeth care. We have baby care. Every morning, we, uh, we slather our daughter in sunscreen, and I wanted to get her the highest and most natural ingredients that you recognize and effective sunscreen, because so many sunscreens are just filled with chemicals and toxicity levels that were never intended for human beings. And I certainly don't want to put that on myself. And I really, really don't want to put that on my baby girl. So we've got the Love the Sun zinc-based natural, like really, you can read the ingredients and you're like, okay, 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 okay. There's no like, what the hell is that? It's wonderful and it works. It keeps her from getting sunburned every single day. And we know we're not putting something on her skin that's going to absorb into her blood and do God knows what. Uh, we have that. Every night I put on uh, the Best Skin Ever moisturizer. Um, I use their Zen Shave Lotion, which is a, a shaving balm, which is so moisturizing and natural. You can actually use it as your aftershave. Try and do that, doing that with like an anonymous blue goo you get in a pressurized can at 7-Eleven. And actually don't do that. That's a terrible idea. What I'm saying is this is a great way to support the show because whatever product you're trying to replace with a natural alternative, I promise Living Libations has a badass 
effective, wonderful alternative to replace the chemical nightmare you may be getting at your pharmacy. So if you want to give it a try and support the show, go to livinglibations.com and at checkout, use promo code. It's different every month. This month, it's weird 44 and uh, show your support of the show. Do your body, do your skin, your hair, your teeth, your eyes a favor. Go to livinglibations.com and use promo code WEIRD44 at checkout for 15% off. Also, one of our oldest and longest-running Pete's Picks is Alpha Brain from our friends at Onnit. Literally, just before, we just did an episode with Mike Showalter, and before the episode you're about to see with Maya, I always, always, always take two or three Alpha Brain 15 minutes before. For those of you who don't know, Alpha Brain is a nootropic. It's earth-grown ingredients. It is not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine. It doesn't get you all jacked up. It just gives your brain the earth-grown nutrition that it needs to function at its highest level. Talking recall, memory, focus. I really wish I knew about Alpha Brain when I was in school, but I'm so glad I know about it now. I never do stand up, I never write a script, I never act, I never do a podcast, I never do late night. Whatever I'm doing and whatever you're doing, if it involves your brain, Alpha Brain just helps your noodle work at its highest peak level. It's like fish food for creativity, for your mind. Like I said, it doesn't keep you awake. In fact, sometimes I take it before bed because it gives me really, really groovy dreams that I have an easier time remembering. But I promise it has been a secret weapon of mine for over 10 years. I love it. It's in my car. It's in my travel bags. It's in the pockets of my coats and my shirts. I never leave home without it. If you like it one-tenth as much as I do, you're going to shit your pants. And you can show your support of the show. Go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird. Everything on that page, not just Alpha Brain, everything on that landing page, you will get 10% off and you will show your support of the show. So thank you, Onnit. Go to onnit.com slash weird. Yeah, I didn't say slash weird the first time. Onnit.com slash weird and use promo code weird at checkout for 10% off and and give it a give it a whirl i hope you like it it's literally changed my life that's it everybody hope to see you on june 11th uh check it out on youtube blah 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 try a pete's pick enjoy we made it weird 89 get into it hello hi hello it's me michael sarah and me jonah hill (laughs) oh hey jonah hey remember when we did super bad no <sighs> I was that, on drugs. I just oh, all that fitness has made you forgetful. <laughs> I lost weight in my brain. In your memory centers. <laughs> this this diet takes off memories. Oh my god. Whoa. People would love that. That's probably already a black mirror. Repressercise. Repress repressercise. Repress, oh, repress, like repressing. Like repression. Repressercise. I mean, isn't that kind of... one before? Yeah. (laughs) When I got divorced, I don't know if you know that about me, but when I got divorced... (laughs) That you say divorced? (laughs) I'm sorry. Am I the manager of a Cracker Barrel? (laughs) But I, um, I remember vividly, like it's a really strong memory, that my brother came and as the kids say, he smoked me up. Which was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Cute. I was just divorced. I was just living in this, um, you know, it wasn't super sad, but it, it, it looks like uh, Spider Man's apartment, you know? Yeah. Like, just that sort is of sad. like a. I don't just, like his apartment. 
but it like it has a charm to it but like a real bushwick you know just sort of like warped floors kind of cracked yeah. walls but like charming in its own sort of new yorky way and my brother came to see me and i was living there alone i had never lived alone i went mm-hmm. from college roommate to married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now as a codependent leaning person i was like anyway happy for the company and he gave me his government strength weed like super mm-hmm. super strong weed and I smoked it and I had never smoked weed. And one of the main reasons was because my memory is so important to me on it slash weird on it.com slash weird. I couldn't remember the website, but um, my memory is super important to me. I think memory is such a huge factor of comedy and, and honestly just enjoying life. Um, and as I was stoned, excuse me, <laughs> just Jeff Goldblum. When you're having dinner with Jeff Goldblum and you realize he's in his seventies, and I and and yes, I really oh, excuse me. I, like, like there's certain things. Old man digestion. You can't. Yeah. I don't care if you're Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh well, when we were doing uh, <clears throat> Star Wars, yeah, and you know just what it smells like. I have. Faith, you know this. I have faith that Jeff Goldblum eats clean. I. I bet he does. I would bet all the marbles in my <sighs> marble jar. Give me the. That Harrison Ford. Give is me the eating. Cool Whip. Yeah. Give me that just, jar of Cool Whip because fuck you. He's getting like steak and eggs. He would get steak and eggs. <laughs> steak yeah, and eggs. The solo. He calls it the Do solo. You want steak for breakfast. Well, that's the steak. That's big steak. That's big steak. Big steak is how do we sell steak at, at at breakfast time? Oh, and you know how they do it in the south? Tell me, chicken fried steak. Which do you know that chicken fried steak was developed? The recipe was discovered, I guess. And this is sort of sad because a lot of people didn't have money for like big cuts of steak, so they'd get oh. these thin sort of shanks, like sort of sad shanks. So to kind of make it more of a meal, you'd fry it like you would chicken. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm saying it like it's definitely true, but I think it's something I learned in my family. So there's a very good chance. There's a very good chance that it's not true. And sense. it's me, McGruber, and I'm talking about chicken fried steak. Well, I... I've already chicken fried <laughs> something today, and I'm ready for... <laughs> I wasn't done. You I was really done. enjoying it. It was really I'm really enjoying it. This is where the video, like you yes. wanted to do the video because I your was face just, is so great. I was just watching Maya I was just on watching YouTube Maya. and I was like, shit. Um, I'm going to say something. A lot here. of us are in cars. A lot of us are exercising. A lot of us are at our desk, people listening. And I get it. Please, my audio friends, stay audio friends. Yeah. But for those of you that are nasty to watch the video, there's like winks, there's like smiles, there's there's a lot of communication happening with bodies. Yeah. You can watch that like she she's very comfortable the whole time, but she mm-hmm. kind of like merges with the show like physically. Like yep. she, she starts, yeah, go on. What were you going to say? I was going to say I'm halfway through <gasps> and I'm going to say something bold here. Bold. Already my favorite episode you've ever done. Really? Yeah. I'm not shocked. And here's why. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not shocked. And I'm happy. It's Thank my you. favorite because she's fantastic, but she's it's so good. also my favorite because you are fantastic in that episode. <gasps> Valerie. You really find her instantly. I, I, I really like this. Thank you. You really found her instantly. And the two of you just kind of merged in a way that, and I'm flattering myself here. Can't wait. But in a way that you and I do. Yeah. Like it was similar. No, it was like girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. It was similar. The friendship aspect of our relationship was very similar to the friendship 
completely your agree. Friendship with That's her. why when she left and you were you you met her on the way in and the way out. But yeah. on the way out, I was like sort of desperately trying to like, when can we see you again? And we very well may never. Yeah, and that is okay. Yeah, I do not take it personally. Come on, that's a big She's life. A busy Maya busy Roo. Gal. Maya Roo. She's got a big life. Anyway, when I was stoned with my brother, I remember vividly thinking, like, you know, when a memory is so visceral, it almost feels like a car driving over you, like it has a weight to it. Yeah. You can re-experience it. Yeah. The memory that I can re-experience very easily, and I'm very, I'm still very touched with what you said about Maya. Thank you. <laughs> you cute baby. I'm not done enjoying it <laughs> because this isn't that exciting. But anyway, I remember thinking, maybe I don't want to remember. Like, which is oh, such a, yeah. such a poor little baby of 28, divorced. And like, I really, I, I know I'm doing something that like most people do in, in Cabo when they're 14. I'm getting stoned for the first time. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm James Dean. Like, maybe I don't want to remember. Yeah. I want to forget. Wish I could quit you. <laughs> Wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> and then I went in the bathroom and ate chunky peanut butter with my fingers. That's and I really said in the mirror, I'm a cliche. You said in the mirror, I'm a cliche. Yeah, like a curb your enthusiasm when Larry gets stoned. Yeah. Anyway. But that's a real, and we're, I think we'll come back to this. Mm. We have so many irons in the fire. Eyes people, in the F. People don't even know how many irons. Yeah. Uh, but that's a real suffering is sweet kind of thing. Like where oh you're my like, geez. you want the story and you know you're living the story in real time. And I... Get a witness because that I'm telling you for real. It's it's not hindsight. My divorce and other times in my life, even including last night, which is what we want to unpack. Which is one yeah. of the, we're recording this on Wednesday because we were like, oh, we have a lot to unpack and we got to get to it. And we're, okay, we're only eight minutes in. We're doing okay. We got this. We got this. We're we got to go. At, we got to pick up Leela at four. Yeah. Um. But oh shit! What were we saying? I was saying oh last night and when I was getting divorced. I swear to the living God mm -hmm. that I was aware that this is a story. This is something's happening to me. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was living it as a story. Yeah. Ordinary life sort of feels like ice skating or flowing water. Mm -hmm. And when things get real chunky funky, mm -hmm. you get this feeling of like, Oh, suddenly I've closed the novel that is my normal life and I've opened a book of short stories mm -hmm. called Suffering. Yep. And now I'm really, you can't, it's like when you're sick, you can't even remember what it feels like to be well. Yeah. Like when you have the flu, you're just like, I don't, what is that guy? Yeah. Just going around not nauseous. Oh, yeah. And when you're suffering, you can't remember what it's like to not be suffering. That's right. But you have, that's one of the things that faith is, is like when you're dying or whatever, it's going to take effort to be like, look, I don't think you're going to get there. Sometimes I think maybe with the drugs they'll give you, you'll be able to experience euphoria and oneness. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully there's a grace there, a medical science sort of grace that you're like, <gasps> and, and maybe you do go out clean and that was sorry to be dark. I'm just saying maybe mm. you do go out on an up. Yeah. But I'm preparing for Pete being in the worst possible mood. Dying, <laughs> the worst mood. I'm in the when worst you're dying, mood. I'm in the worst mood. And nothing, I'm, I'm just the worst <laughs> As bad I am as grumpy. it's ever gotten. I'm grumpy. There's there's nothing that's going to cheer. A drive? We're going to go for a oh drive? Oh my God. I hope, I'm grumpy. I hope when I'm, I'm dying, dying. Yeah. I 
I have the wherewithal to make the joke when somebody says, how are you doing? <laughs> Being like, I'm dying. And you know what? I'm pretty grumpy about it. I'm pretty grumpy about <laughs> I'm feeling it. feeling kind of grumpy about it. Can I say, because I love sharing things like this on the pod, I was thinking just today and yesterday, I don't know why, some death more, maybe not more than usual. I do spend a, I do spend a bit of time with this guy at the party. I do spend a bit of time <laughs> contemplating my own death. Um, but I was like, you were gone. If you look at your life as a narrative, like the story, like Valerie, if you think I don't, but if you think that you began when Valerie was born and you end when Valerie died, you were gone so much longer than you yeah, were here. Right. And you've already been gone. Yeah. Like what I've a comfort. I've been gone. Man, I've been gone. <laughs> yeah. Like what is already, the ratio? Yeah. Existence it's billions of years yeah. versus if you're if you're lucky 80, 90, 100 years. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You yeah. had been gone a billion times longer than you were not gone and yeah. you're still like I don't want to be gone. Go back to being gone. Yeah. What I would change for my worldview for what it's worth, I'd say go back to the oneness, go back mm. to your home, go back to the ocean mm-hmm. as opposed to the cup of water. That That's how I would change that. Yeah. But you were the cup of, you were the ocean way longer than you were a cup of water. Right. And in fact, in, in the ocean, you realize, oh God, I, I was all of the cups of water. I was every tree. I was every butterfly. There's nowhere to go or to come. There's no birth. There's no life. This is the true nature of reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but if you are a materialist, and that's great, um, Relax. Yeah. You're just going back to where you spent the bulk of your time and you were fine with it. Yeah. The people who, exactly. <laughs> the people who are very much like, well, where were you before you were born? That's where you'll be when you die. That's, yeah. I, I, I hope they take comfort in that. That's very comforting, actually. When I'm to dying. Be like, yeah. Then if it's nothing, oh, then yeah. there's nothing to fear. I'll take, I'll take comfort from every cookie jar. On my, if I'm on a deathbed, yeah, you know, maybe I fall in a ravine. <laughs> right. They play this when I fall in a ravine. He knew. <laughs> but if I'm croaking, I don't mind going. I w- I, I'm going back to where I was for most of known time. Oh, yeah. It You're doesn't actually really make me... sense to me. I really, I've, I've gone so far down the spiritual thing that I'm, I'm like, it actually, at, at, when you're, Growing up, the spiritual perspective seems absurd. I actually think the other way. I flipped. I'm now mm. so far on the other way that the thought of like, when Pete ends, it's done, actually seems absurd to me. Not to brag. Yeah. <laughs> Not, to <laughs> Not to spiritually brag, but I have gotten to the, that. Well, that you're point. helping me realize that I actually, I very much am afraid of death, but I, what I'm really realizing is I, I'm not afraid of being dead. Yes. I'm afraid of dying. Yes. I'm not afraid of death itself. I actually could not make, I don't think I could convince myself that anything bad happens after you die. That whatever happens after mm, you die mm. is going to be good and comfortable or, or nothing zero, at yeah. all, which is also fine. Yeah. Uh, so that's not what I'm worried about. Love. The like, the trying to keep it cool while I'm dying. 
part, that's what I would be scared of. That's um, we just saw Top Gun Maverick. We had a hoot of a time. We had the best time seeing we had a Top. Great time. I love that you call it the full name, Top Gun Maverick. We went and saw Austin Powers too, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and <laughs> no, we went and saw Top Gun Maverick. And God, I haven't enjoyed a movie that much. Like, <laughs> I, so I, I'm fun. not even gonna say like. It's, it's a movie. It's it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah, and it's made better by Val Kilmer and this 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 anchoring yeah. in this. What are we doing at the movies? Mm. Really, I really think we're trying to cope. What are we doing at a comedy show? We're trying to cope. Yeah, and we like watching Tom Cruise fly a plane and maneuver impossible situations, as I've said many times, because life is an impossible situation or it's an impossible mission. So we just like <laughs> mission impossible. Watch, yes, watching people bravely face an unwinnable, unwinnable, quote unquote, solution. And that movie is rife with living for other people, sacrificing. It's all this Christ sort of stuff. Like, yeah. uh, like he doesn't, uh, no spoilers, but like he does things not for himself, but for other people and other people's inner realities. Mm. Like, do you remember what I'm talking about? Inner reality. They're like, why don't you tell the kid why mm. you did that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that, right? And he's I don't like, want him well, he already doesn't it. like me. Why would I make him like that? So he's doing very subtle. Anyway, no spoilers. Yeah. We in loved it, self belief. <laughs> we, we fucking loved it. <laughs> And why, oh, and Val Kilmer, you're going like, this is a person who's really dying, mm-hmm. playing a person who's dying, yeah. who dies. I, I don't think that's a spoiler. Is yeah. it? I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a major plot point. Yeah. Forgive and forget, everybody. It's not a no. point in the movie. Yeah. But you're like, you know, Val Kilmer saw this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's this like sort of I meditation. Of I thought of him seeing the movie yes. and being like, that's well, going to happen that's, soon. Yeah. And we're all in yeah. the casket. In every movie, you're every character and you're the dead guy and you're the morning person. Yeah. And you're the child and you're everything. So just like a dream. Okay. Well, listen, we have 30 minutes, really. Okay. I mean, 35 minutes. Well, we don't have I, to do the intro. Okay, and I have to tell you something big, and this is why, like, I, this is Wednesday, we don't usually record on Wednesdays, you mentioned that, but I just had a therapy session, and I came in, and you were writing, and I said, I just had, like, a huge epiphany therapy session for you, specifically. Val will do this, she'll have therapy on our behalf like on the relationship's behalf and jennifer my therapist is so great like she will bring it back to me but in this case she even said this she's like i'm not you know i'm your therapist i'm not pete's therapist but he is the most important person to you so of course it's helpful to know these things you want to help me help val exactly and what i real what we realized and okay when do we tell the story we'll tell it after because i want to make sure we get to this okay tell me and then we'll tell the story So, okay. And we have suffering as tuna or as oil. Go ahead. (laughs) Yes. So I also want to say, Jennifer, my therapist, is a professional. She's not giving you a diagnosis. She is saying, oh, some of these traits are related to this. Tell me. And fascinating. And so she's not like, she's not jumping the gun. She wouldn't die. Is this an ADD intervention? No, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay, can't wait. I love it. Hold on. I'm so sorry to do this right now. But ritual is, uh, you can source (laughs) the vitamin. (laughs) You got ADD. No, I'm just kidding. I actually do love ritual. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I was I have just, to say that. I do love Ritual. I love Ritual. Oh. Ritual.com slash weird. I've been sneaking their, their probiotics. Have you noticed? I, I got you. You got me I one? Got, there's three extra ones up there. I oh. got them for you. Oh, thank you. I sometimes take two a day. If I have a little heartburn... I've been taking them take because one of those. I had to take Bam. antibiotics. Bam. Okay, so anyway, uh, I just saw in your your email ADHD rec. But listen. Can't wait. I was saying, as per our our thing last night, you, we which we'll get into, so put a pin in that. I was saying this this kind of thing does come up and has been coming up in our relationship. And I told her your whole boardroom thing, mm-hmm. the listeners of 10 last business week people in a boardroom. And whenever something is introduced to me, it's not casual for me. Mm-hmm. I'm actually losing the energy that I have to be happy and enjoy it because three of them are now going off to imagine a future that you just proposed. Can I go to your cousin's house on Friday? Yes. And now I feel like depleted by that seemingly normal for other people to ask, I like quietly hate when people go on Saturday. Can you? I'm like, you just took four of my board people. That's right. Okay, so I I told her that. Yeah, that was a real breakthrough. And for me. she was like, "What a he's she she went he's so good at metaphor, isn't he?" And I was like, "Yes." And she was like, "That really helps me understand." And then I told her what I realized about me, which is that I'm the opposite. I need to know, okay, because I was telling her I find we're moving and I find it really comforting to just kind of have in my mind, in just one little corner of my mind, the layout of the steps that I need to get done. Okay, we need to clean out those hoarder closets. We need to mm-hmm. get, hire this person. I won't actually say the things because I don't over, want to overwhelm you. No, it's okay. But she, but I, but it, it, I am like, if I have a boardroom, my people need to go in really quick and check on that. Okay, we're not going to be surprised by this. This is what's going to happen. This okay, is why I great. don't like checking our bank balance, for example. Yeah, and I want to check our bank balance because yeah. I'm, I'm like, I just want to know that it's taken care of so that I can then relax. And I would rather suffer in the mystery. And then when I do check it, when I'm in a very good mood, I check it. Yes. But and you then have I'm like, to be, ha You have to be regulated and you have to be, yes. So it's a very specific mood I have when I open the mint app. Yes. So then I, so I was like, you know, and these are kinds of things that are, are making us wonder if he has ADHD. And, uh, and then I, I can't remember exactly the thing, but she was saying, okay, yes. So she kind of repeated it back to me and it was even clearer where she was like, so it is so overwhelming for him to think of anything that isn't right in front of him. It gives him diluted presence, which is like a phrase exactly I thought what was I perfect. said. Yeah, diluted presence. Diluted. I'm like presence. you're you're ruining my ability. That's why I love this podcast. Yeah, I love anything where it's like a snowed in feeling. Yes, like like getting to a college and doing a show. I'm very happy there because I'm like. I know what I'm doing for now, but I don't like planning the flights to get to the show. Exactly. And and I we talked all about how like I plan everything. She she was like, I'm guessing he really goes along with you, like whatever you do. As we've said many times, 
I'm very pleased that the one thing I know is that I don't know. And I just, when you plan something, I just say yes. And I always get there and I go, oh my God, look at the life you give us. Yes. And I said that exact thing to her, but from my perspective, which is like, it's one of the sweetest things of our relationship is that he trusts me and that he always like compliments me when I, you know, that, that we wouldn't do these things unless it were, if it were for me. So but she was like, it's the planning that gets you overwhelmed. So all of this is, is happening. And she goes, and then we're talking more and more about it. And she's like, she went, okay, ADHD, maybe let's put that over here. And she was like, I'm thinking this is actually sounding way more like a gifted person. And she's of course I, I like that. I knew you would. And I like it too. But, and I had heard that term with like kids, because she was like a lot of times it's not kids, one of those things that's a code and it's it, 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 it's not what they called gifted in the 70s it's like gifted <laughs> no. yeah it's gifted in that you process at a rapid pace and she said that part's clear cuz i've listened to Pete and i've seen i know i've just anybody any therapist that's heard him talk will be like boy this guy is processing at a rapid pace i will also say if i'm on the phone with somebody and they're not like me, which is one of the compliments I give you all the time is I'm like, mm. what are the chances that my favorite body and soul and mm. heart also happens to be able to talk with me? I've yeah. never, and I'm the last <laughs> cop. I've never, ever, ever even pumped the brakes a little bit to be like, well, Val's not going to understand. Not that, not that yeah. I'm okay, that's some a piece mathematician of it. genius. I'm just saying. No, I love it. And that's a piece of it that I got really excited about. So she was like, and, and she was explaining what gifted, the traits of gifted are, where it's like, you're processing so quickly and taking kind of everything in mm-hmm. that you can very easily get overwhelmed. Because you are taking, it's like when your pupils are, she didn't say this, but I'm imagining it, like when your pupils are dilated and you're just like taking in too much sight and sound. And so that anything we, I add on to that, that isn't right now. By the way, this is me on the couch with you and your phone vibrates. Uh Uh-huh. Like it reminds me of this other reality. It's not just that I'm like, this person doesn't have good movie etiquette. It's this reminder that... I have a phone and there are other things coming in and, and there's an outside world. I want to yeah. be in a, in a cocoon, a safe space. So she was like, there's a chance that there's ADHD too because it, there's a lot of overlap. But she's like, but then I said, but our friend who, ha- who we know has ADHD, it, remember he's like, was describing it like he's in the back house and he's working and it's like his family doesn't exist. Yes. And then to switch gears into being into a family mode is really hard. And I was like, I've never really noticed that part of you Yeah. where I know you get focused on writing and you feel like that's affecting you. Yeah. But well, you just, just came in and the, interrupted I, me. I just said yeah. to her, I was like, I can go into the back house right now and he will pull me onto his lap and he'll be fully locked onto me. That's so like <laughs> I'll listen to this episode on my deathbed. It'll remind me that I've been nothing longer than I've been something and I was loved and understood. I appreciate it. Gifted. Oh uh, yeah, don't forget the big G. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a G thing. 
<laughs> it's too corny, even maybe, for me. Maybe I should. Maybe. Okay, I did it. It was too gross. So she said that, so the other thing she said was, she's like, often kids get misdiagnosed with ADHD or ADD who are gifted because they're sort of just like bouncing all around and here and I'm there and I'm looking over, you know, mm. but it's because they're like, pro- they're rapidly processing and taking in their world so quickly. And it made me think of the, the writing thing that you did at uh, Quaker school where you interrupt yourself. We are like, this just did. <laughs> Like you were supposed to write about a friend. Yes. And I and I was like, I think that was very much. And it was like, this just in much... Pete is the best or something. Yeah. Something really, really pure. And the the Quaker teacher wrote, it's so good to have self-confidence and good to admire others too. Which is like very really good. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then. I just said, yeah, like Giovanni Ravisi and. <laughs> Lost in translation. Yeah. 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 So this was the part that really locked it in for me. Can't wait. She She's going to send me articles so that I, we can both read it and be like, is this... And she said, even if it's just like, you know, 75% relatable. Um, but she was like, it was like we were running out of time. And usually I'm the one that's like, and one more thing. But she was excited Cause she, I think was, it was clicking for her and she was like, I just want to add one more thing that often for gifted people, there is a social delay and (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, I just watched you enjoying that. I'm really enjoying it because she was like, she didn't fully say all of this, but it makes perfect sense where it's like. It made me think of you saying, when somebody's talking to you, you're thinking of the five different ways they could mean what they were saying. Yes. And so it makes it really hard for you to understand what they actually mean. Which is also, as I'm writing, I'm writing a script right now. And look, I put in parentheses, stopping him. I put more of these in scripts than anyone I've ever seen. I actually do something in scripts that I've never seen anyone do. Where I'll put in parentheses what they mean like i'll write no but in the parentheses i'll be like like, i understand because sometimes people say no to mean i understand yeah like it's like i don't want to confuse you no no i understand yeah yeah when you're an actor and you just read no like i don't want the actor just guessing i think that's really great no i think this is what makes you a really good comedian and again it's not like a downside it's not a deficiency it's just a neurotype where when we are in social situations, you often, unless you feel completely safe or unless you feel like somebody is on the same exact frequency as you, mm-hmm. you are often pretty fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're fun. I completely agree. We went to a teacher, like a parent night for our school. And even I was like, Whew, this is uh, this is a new record for me. <laughs> Like yeah. first interaction, uh-huh. I put up. She put her hands up for a double high five or some, the teacher or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, like, keep them up, up, keep them up, up, keep them up. And I meant like I'm gonna hit both of them. <laughs> and until I found Don, who's also a comedian, yeah, I, I couldn't frequency. talk to anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was really. Or I could, but it was gonna be weird. Like keep them up, keep them up, keep them up. And you were being really weird with Don, but Don just is a comedian. So I was also making everyone laugh really hard. You were exactly. I'm not. I'm not saying that defensively. I'm like really weird. Is it's welcome. 
Gee, you made it weird. Yeah. But it's, we like weird. Yes, we love but weird. But most people are sort of sipping their whiskeys. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so that part really, I was like, oh, dang, this might really be you. Like, it feels like there's, I want to read more about that. But the social delay thing makes sense because it's like, you're, you're taking in so much that you get overwhelmed and then you get hyper protective and then your protector comes out. And that's not really you. So it's just hard for you unless, again, the person's on the same frequency to find most people in in a yeah. way that makes you feel safe. Um, so completely agree. Yeah. So I, I, I just am here to tell you, you don't have ADHD. You're gifted. <laughs> well, obviously, guess whose ego loves it and has three thumbs. That's how I gifted I am. I to tell you. I have three thumbs. But, I love it. Oh, and so the other thing is, and I want to talk about tonight or last night based on this, because this was really interesting. Just the mention of tonight, by the way, one guy left the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's going to happen tonight? No, no, no. He came right back because oh, I went, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Come back. We don't care about tonight. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. the thing that she said is. Well, this was actually when we were talking about ADHD, but I, I, I bet it applies to gifted. Shout out to Elliot Terrell, the magician who sent me two ADHD recommendations. Yeah, based on our last episode, that was just Amazing. that. That just is love to I me. Know. It was re- thank you, Elliot. We love you, Elliot. Also, really touched that you listen. I also, know. again, still sorry for when you showed Sarah Silverman a card trick and she kept trying to Figure guess how you were doing it. Yeah, I've never been more embarrassed. Well, you don't have to be. It was That's not true. you. That's not me. Um, so, I was mentioning to her that we have the thing about I like I feel like I need to talk things out, not only to have an idea of what the future is so that then I can relax. It's very similar to, I know I said this in last week's episode, but it's very similar to like, I need to clean the house before I can sit down and relax. It's like, I need to have You're a giving full... that to me, by the way. I hated how dirty the house was. I know, I cleaned Sidebar. it all day today. You did? Yeah. Thanks. Well, Sidebar, fun. since I've started working out, I know, I know. <laughs> But I've started lifting weights. I know, guys. I'm sorry. This is part of why I didn't want to do it. Because I never... I'm being real. I never wanted... You're supposed to want to work it into the conversation. I actually don't like the feeling. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But I've noticed that like, it, uh, it has a lot of effects on your mood that people aren't talking about. One of them is that I Googled it. I was like, it makes you more aggro. It raises your testosterone. testosterone. And does. I've been getting like... It. Yeah, it can. I'm sure it's different for different people. But like, yeah. I've been getting like, and last night, the the floor was dirty and the monitor was there and I was ready. Oh, and the toilet was running. Yeah. I wanted to get up. I was on the toilet. I wanted to, for a sit pee, I wanted to get up and smash it like the Hulk. Yeah. Because it's been running for a few days. You have to jiggle it just right. The plumber's coming today. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, like, really... Number one on the list of things I wanted to do was get up and kick it yeah. until it shattered and water was everywhere. And, I, and then I would have been like, ah, yeah. like that's one of the weird things about lifting, bro. Do you even lift? <laughs> I thought it was just going to make stress go away, but it's actually, in, <laughs> I'm going to put it this way, increased my, uh, how in touch I am with the angry parts of myself. <laughs> mm, yeah. Which is also like, with the sexual parts too, though we've been throwing down lately. That's true. It's so been really gotta, interesting. I guess you got to take it. But take, and what's the relationship between that. decisiveness, anger, sexuality? Like 
I'm telling you, this being a man thing, mm-hmm. some real shit, dude. Some real shit. It dude. really is. It's complicated as fuck. Yeah. I know she on the outside, being it, a woman. No, I, no. But <laughs> you guys, kidding. you have better PR. It's like the mystery of being a woman. I d- please don't misunderstand. I'm just saying, like that is. You'd ask the manager of a Cracker Barrel, he'd be like, women are mysterious. You know what I mean? Mm. Men are Weber grills wrapped around Oakley's in your favorite sports team, but it's fucking not, dude. No, it's It's not. like I lifted heavy things and now I'm mad at the toilet? Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> human beings are complicated. Yes, let's just say full stop. Genderless human beings are complicated. Um. Okay, so this part, I'm trying to remember because she was talking about it when we were talking about with the ADHD thing. Where, um, where it's, I need, so I need to, to like have everything laid out. And I also feel like I need to talk through whatever decision I'm making. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is a real growth opportunity for me where I could just start making grown up decisions by myself like seeing what ones I actually need to run by you and what ones I can just make by myself yeah. it sort of hurts my feelings I don't in the, mm. for, for you on oh. your behalf it hurts my feelings well. I don't want you to I said this last night we're gonna get to it eventually but I, I was like I don't want you to feel like you can't bring things to me I know but this is and how I she... want to feel safe to feel my feelings which is something that you're Really encouraging. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is how she recommended it. Because I was like, I'm a kind of at a loss at like when I do need to bring it to you, what's the best way to do it? And, and again, she, I've been in relationships like that and it was awful. But again, I said this to you last night. It's not because you're scary. It's because I'm trying to be yeah, my person was scary. sensitive to your processing. But also you never know because I never know. Right. There's sometimes you can be like, hey, and I'll be like, great, open up a spreadsheet. <laughs> it's me, Eric oh, Andre. You're reminding me. <laughs> yes. So she said, this was again when we were talking about ADHD, but maybe gifted people are this way too. But she. She said, people with ADHD tend to be like, if you say we need to do this, they're doing it before you finish the sentence because they're like, okay, action. It's all yeah. this like action. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, if I say we should email so-and-so, you are already on your phone emailing it. You have to take care of it right then. Yes. Whereas... So really the piece that's missing or missing sounds negative, but the piece that's different with your neurotype is the ability to like put a pin in things. And I love having pins all around me so that I know that's there. I can just relax now. So I was saying, how do I do this in a way that's most supportive for you? And she recommended that it's like, if I have something that we have to plan, do it. And I already do do this part but checking in like i have do do i have this thing that we need to discuss is now a good time and then if it is making it clear for both of us that you can stop it when at any point when you start to feel overwhelmed and we'll we'll say okay yep we'll to be continued tomorrow we'll see when you're or because one of the most interesting things and we will tell the story of when I woke up, I felt complete 180 yep. from how I felt. Yeah, exactly. It was really weird. And yeah. I was ready to talk about it. And it wasn't even that complicated of a solution. No. But when we were having the conversation, I wanted to go to sleep immediately. 
Yeah. Like I want, and and you know what it was honestly is I I'm not I don't crave alcohol very often, mm. but last night I was suffering and I was like, what do I do? And I was trying to do breathing and I was trying to say yes, thank you, and all that stuff ultimately is what I went with and it helped. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I could take an edible or something. And I was like, that sounds like the worst fucking idea. Like, yeah, y- you're already in the washing machine yeah. and like let's add pop rocks to it. And you're like, and then it's even really more confusing. Smart. I'm really glad that you noticed that because booze is a numbing agent and it would you... just make you. I don't want to do it. I actually think it's pretty terrible for me. Yeah, because it is like this. Like it's like an Advil. It just seems to kind of like oh, sedate you, right? But not make you go like I keep thinking of my gym teacher. You know, like it's not right psychoactive in that way. But it's very natural when we are suffering to instantly try it and look for the exits. Yeah. And that's, those are the clear but ones. But I didn't do that. I got under the but weight. you and- did it. And I was so proud of you. So let me all now tell like just the beginning of what my perception of it was. And then you can tell yours. But basically, I think we had a moment that most people who buy a house probably have where you are spending more money than you've ever spent in your life to buy a house. And then you realize, oh, shit, moving in itself is expensive. And yeah. so is furnishing a, I had a this house with that's property bigger. property tax and like a, like a, this guy's forgive and forget, but there's just some, there's some nice, nice problems here. But it's like, yes, you do have to have someone help with landscaping yeah we have we have a gardener now and then you're like now we're gonna have a we need a gardener that can handle like different trees and and different types of plants yeah like it's like we're a fancier place it's expansive everything it expands we're expanding our lives and that also means expanding like and the tax the other and things the, yeah. yes yeah. so I was bummed. By the way, we got a we got insured for way less than we thought. That, I oh, forgot to that's share that great. good news. I'm so glad because it's in a fire area. They were like, no one's writing policies, but we found somebody. Which oh, is really I'm great. so. I forgot glad. to tell you, it just happened. That's today. really great because that's like a regular cost. You know, like that's that's not even just like one big. Fee. Oh, but God, like yeah, a regular thing. Um, so basically, I it started with I had been talking to um, someone who was going to help us furnish the house. And told her my budget, and she kind of was like, "Yeah, that it's gonna be double that essentially." Yeah. So then I was like, "Oh well, I don't think we can do this." Then that's a real bummer because I was looking forward to it. And that is, I want to interject just a little Please. bit. That is what you said. Yeah, the story plays out, and this is the insanity, and that's why I love this podcast. It's just so important to share these stories because I think this is how a lot of us are living. Mm-hmm. It's just happened. It's part of being human. You said it's double what I thought it was. We can't do it. I heard I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're letting me down. Um, and I went, I don't want to take over the story. Yeah, no. I mean, I. to be fair, I, I, I think that's what I want to do in the future is like, think about it myself and come up with like at least a suggested solution before I bring it to you because I brought it to you very raw and was like, it, it, she says it's going to be this much money and I don't know what to do. I don't think we can do that. And, and then I'm, for me, it helps for me to like lay out every single option but that's the last thing you need because yeah. then that's very overwhelming. Well, you remember what happened. So you mentioned a very high number. It's ridiculous. For furnishing a home. We're not going to pay that, and by the way. I, it's like how I have to solve problems in real time. I immediately went 
and please forgive and forget, but I immediately went to, we can't just pick out our own couch. Yeah. Like, right. can't we just pick out our own couch? Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to solve it immediately because honestly what's happening is my insides feel like they're filling with boiling oil. Like mm. I'm starting to panic. Yeah. And right. I just want it to go away. Yeah. So the alcohol alternative is like a very quick solution. Yeah. It's not a nuanced solution. It's not an interesting solution. It's like, but that's where a lot of like overflowing of the heart, like blurting out like, well, that's it. We can't do it. Yeah. And But like I did jump right to like, I'm, I am going to interject this is like, please. I went to the bathroom. I thought this is it. I'm my dad. Mm-hmm. I've bit off more than I can chew. Yeah. I am now under so much stress that I have broken myself. And, oh, God, it could make me cry. Mm. And my wife and daughter are going to realize that I am a, I'm a monster. I'm not saying my dad's a monster. I'm saying the fear of men is a lot of men. It's that there's a werewolf inside. Look yeah. to the werewolf mythology for this. More examples of this. <laughs> there's a werewolf inside of me. And I've kept him under wraps by living below our means. And now I'm living slightly above my means. Mm-hmm. And that is going to snap me. And they are going to... And I went right to, like, they're going to know that I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. And I'm a rage shithead. Mm-hmm. And that I'm scary. And I'm going to... They're going to form a band. Leela and Val will be the happy ones. Like you and your mom. And I, Yep. And I immediately went to... Um, maybe if I die... We have a good life insurance that like they can have the furniture they want and they'll never get to see the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that sounds pretty dire, yeah. but that's sort of what it was. And I also thought it was actually kind of beautiful. I think I went, my poor dad, if he did feel that way, mm-hmm. if he did feel like it was all on him, mm-hmm. I had a real moment of like, because the voice is, I understand you have to find another way to get us furniture. And I don't even like saying this. I'm just saying. But you know what's harder than that is is finding the money for the furniture. That's like, what the voice There will saying. be blood. So I can blow gold everywhere. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. getting what I need. I bar- And by the way, we've just barely had any time. Today is the first time in a long time mm-hmm. that I've actually had a day where I was like able to work. Stop mm-hmm. working a little bit, go back to work, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. You've had that rest time to kind of percolate. Yeah. Today was the opposite of yesterday. But yesterday I was like, I have no time to make it blow gold everywhere. Yeah. So I can't even do this. So in the future, I won't even be a co-parent because I can't. Yeah. Because now we're going to be living an hour and a half away from the city, which means I'll always be in the car. I'm going to have to have a routine. I'm going to have to get up and go to the office. Mm-hmm. Everything that we love about our groovy, you know, not normal life mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. You and Leela will have your joyful life and I'll just be this sort of like beast that mm-hmm. like bleeds, mm-hmm. you know, into the altar to make it rain, mm-hmm. you know, but like, <laughs> and I'll hate it and I'll hate, and I'll hate myself and I'll hate you guys for making that my life. Not you guys, obviously I don't, could never hate you and Leela. Yeah. I'm just saying I, there might be resentment, yeah. you know? So this is, that's the fear. That's, and, and that is like, of course the, the pain body talking and thinking of, it the, is. of the worst case scenarios of everything immediately and then you're you're this is what jennifer said which is she said to me before but i love my therapist she was like 
So when our brain is telling us all of these things, it puts your body in an impossible situation because your body doesn't know how to metabolize the future problems that haven't even occurred. That's right. That's why it's often very comforting for me to go, there's no problem. Yes. Like, what are you doing? There's There's no no problem. problem. That's a mantra for me. There's no problem. You're sitting on a couch. (laughs) Your brain is telling you that it needs to think of solutions. But again, these problems don't exist. So how can it think of solutions? That's right. For something that doesn't actually exist. It's going like how it was today, it will always be. Yeah. Which is also a superpower. When I have a good day, I go, how it is today, it will always be. And that's when I end up making a lot of plans that end up being fruitful yeah, for a satisfying life, but also financially fruitful. It's because in, infinite possibility, Pete, was saying, the way I feel now is how I'll always feel. But when I'm scared and out of nowhere, yeah. a very large number for furniture sent me from a very good day into yeah. immediate dark bathroom solo time talking to myself mm. out loud mm. going like maybe i'll die and this will like so that sounds like a suicidal thought i'm not saying it, no, it was I'm, it, yeah. it sounds i know it sounds that way i'm saying it was just like you guys don't re- it's really basic des- uh desperation it's like they don't really want me it would be easier if I could just give them the life they want, because it's not really me. It's just like, as long as I can keep pushing the rock up the hill and they live in the valley, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Just get the rock up the hill and away from them. (laughs) The rock being like every fiscal responsibility. Yes. I don't feel this way. It is stressing me out to talk about it though. I'm sweating a little bit. Yeah. No. Okay. So I'm okay. This is, I'm regulated. (laughs) So this is the thing is that it is, um, it's tricky because it is something to be aware of. Meaning, if for some reason we move here and you and the commute is crazy or the cost is crazy and you feel like pretty consistently that you are never able to enjoy it and that you are becoming your dad in this way. Uh we the difference between us and your parents is we will not stand for that we will do whatever it takes what is this the third act of the movie <laughs> and there's a sunset behind you or sunrise behind you we will not stand for that <laughs> we w- leela's holding a flag with our family on it what a moving but we won't. We will not thing allow to say. for it. This is like the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it had the low point where I was sort of reliving that feeling. And yeah. you're like, we will. wow, you're gorgeous. Well, this this aggression will not stand. That isn't from Big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> and, and there's a beverage here? And and we just won't let it happen. I we will do that. whatever I we can. It, yeah. So th- there's that. And knowing that is like... So it's okay. It's good to keep aware of a little bit of being like, is there an imbalance here where you're having to work way too much for what this is worth? Mm. Let's stay somewhat aware of that so that we it doesn't just happen too much before we've realized. Okay, that being said... I really don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Val, but you're talking to infinite potential, Pete. But what made infinite potential, Pete, come alive? Because everybody listening 
some, I don't know, I can't speak for anybody else, but I imagine that a lot of people listening have the infinite potential version of themselves. In fact, I would argue that a huge swath of this podcast is dedicated to how do we keep infinite potential Pete, mm. all of our infinite potential Pete's around. <laughs> yeah. Pete says cold plunging. Pete says nootropics. Pete says yeah. fasting. Pete says sleeping or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was getting under that blanket. Yep. I, it really was like a movie. I felt completely numb, like mm-hmm. out of my body. My mm-hmm. jaw hurt really bad. Yeah. Because I just, it was, it was something was asking me for this large amount of money. And I hadn't had a, t- a day like today mm-hmm. where I was in my office. Yeah. Where I was able to remember, it's not just writing the script. Anytime I need a break, banging over to emails, booking the podcast. Somebody's mm-hmm. got to book this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I book this podcast. Somebody's got to do that or they run out. Yes. And like, I have to, I'm not telling you this. I'm saying today was spent doing all of these things that made the infinite potential stuff come back. And today I am not just not worried, I'm unworried <laughs> about the, the furniture. Yeah. Like it's a good day to take me to bobsdiscountfurniture.com slash weird. I'm just saying I'm ready to buy a couch today because look at the screen. Look what's on the screen. Yeah. I finished the script today. I didn't even tell you. This is done. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm reading amazing. it for pleasure. That's and great. I have a text. Let's see if he texted me back. To Todd Schulman, he hasn't texted me back. <laughs> that fucker. I'm just kidding. Who's this producer I've been working with to tell him about the script? So like, it's like okay, yeah. all right, I'm good. Okay, it's good. And and then it keeps at bay the guy that was really, I'm saying this just for everybody listening, needed to feel it. And you said to get it out. Yeah. To not to repress it. F- yeah. Not push it down. And lay on the couch. You sat with me and you said some brilliant things. Mm. Not just telling me what I wanted to hear. Like that's kindergarten stuff. Mm. You were like master degree, like putting your hand on me. I could barely feel it. And just mm. being like, I don't even remember what you said. And then eventually, as always, I remembered, yes, thank you. I remembered to say yes to it. And it completely confuses my system. Mm -hmm. And that started to come back. And I told you I'm starting to come back. But it was like a little psychedelic trip. Yeah. I mean, I've had those moments so frequently. And you've always been really great at talking me through them. But it's just a real, it's a moment of overwhelm, a moment of flooding, a moment of panic, a moment of dysregulation. So I really recognized it because I've had it. And embarrassment, as we always say, I'm embarrassed that I've derailed the whole evening. But see, that's okay. So there's another piece. Will you hand me that paper? Because I do want to write down and we don't have that much longer. But there's some good pieces here. So one is. See these post-its? That's because I need them all around. Yeah. Um, Like a real. Okay, hang on. And the other one. Now I can only remember the one that I wrote down. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my side of it. Uh and you were saying you finished the thing. I think that was my side of it. Okay, I lo- I did lose one of them, but maybe it'll come back. So the first thing is, oh. Got it. Uh, I'm going to say this part. The first thing is that infinite potential, Pete, 
and I don't, I don't want to be the one to say this to you. And I wouldn't say it this month if we weren't running out of time, but he won't always be here. It's not meant to be that no, way. I We're know. not ever, I know you know this, but we won't always be in expansion and the pain body Pete that you were possessed by last night, although you really did such a good job at not being that possessed. There by was it. a witness. Yeah. There, there was, was a, a guy going you like, did it Oh, wow. It's really, I'm not, I'm not here, man. Dave's not here. <laughs> I told my therapist when I t- was telling her about it, I said, I feel really proud of both of us of I'm how really we handled it. Yeah. And, um, but that, that person may come back of course in he will. this process yeah and it doesn't mean that it's we said right. that last night we're like we mean, just have to get better at dealing with this because we we're making a know. big play i'm talking about moving to ohio our dream place yeah our dream house our dream life all this stuff yeah and this is the cost this is yeah. why you know well the way that jennifer shit, put it easy. was she's like it's just on the menu as one of the givens of life Mm. You are expanding, you're doing something brave, you're doing something new, and it's going to be thrilling and exciting and stressful at times, and it's going to bring up a lot of stuff. And just knowing this is how life works, it's always a mixed bag, and these are the things that are on the menu, so that you can just be like, oh, this part is here right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are lots of other wonderful things on the menu that we'll get back to but right now this is the one that's here Mm. and i can face that so i just wanted to make that one point love it need it the other thing was you're helping me realize that my side of it was really similar and this is how we we always kind of not butt heads but um head butts head butts yeah (laughs) um we always when there is tension or big moments in our relationship, it tends to be at a time, understandably, when both of us feel like we are doing, we either are doing too much or we don't have time to do any of the things that we need to do. And both of us were feeling that way. So my side of it was, was I don't have time to, I'm behind on everything. I don't even have time to clean the house how am I going to have time to find discount furniture and put together a whole house? And I just lost the person who was going to take care of that for me. And now I have to be scrappy and do all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm already behind on all of my things. Mm-hmm. So that was my version of what you were saying, where you're like, I don't have time to make the money to buy for this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. the same. With leaky buckets. You're like, I don't have exactly. time to get the furniture. I'm like, I don't have time to pay for the furniture. Exactly. Yeah. And now, because I also had a very productive day, I'm like, this is no problem. I already have the solution. I've figured it out. It's Completely. fine. Agree. Um, then the other thing, and by was, the way, James Basharo is helping me with sponsors. Kat Bordeaux, who we love, cuts cuts. It's silly to say she cuts my hair, but she is a friend. Our friend, and also cuts my hair, styles my hair. I don't, I don't know how to say it in the most yeah prestigious way because she deserves that. But she's like helping me book the podcast. She's been sending me guests. And Amazing. And all yes. these great people. So I'm like, oh, there's help. Like yeah. it's that scene in Chocolat where she it was realizes just a moment of, she has friends. Oh, yeah. Let's watch that tonight. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm wet for Johnny. Gross. <laughs> he's not, oh, wait, he's bad in the news right yeah, now. I don't follow that stuff, guys. If no, I make a riff like, about somebody and they're bad in the news. I mean, I, I mean don't the know version of happening. them in ni- the 90s. Yeah. Um, the last piece I think is really helpful because 
what that brought up for us or for me in the moment is we really got to, I will speak for myself. I really got to look at our tendencies when we're both under stress and especially if there's some sort of like not conflict, but if one or both of us is having big feelings, Mm. I got a real look at the codependent patterns, which is I kept wanting, and I think I did a couple times, and then I tried to stop. I kept wanting to apologize for bringing it up, Mm. and you kept apologizing for feeling that way. So like I I I kept apologizing for the fact that you had the way sharing my feelings with you made you have certain feelings and you kept apologizing for the same thing. (laughs) Mm. And then finally I had that moment where I was like, wait a minute. I don't think just because we're feeling bad, I don't think that means that either of us did anything wrong. That's right. Yeah. That's our, that's our wound. That's our association that if you're not feeling infinite potential, then you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Or if you are feeling bad, it's because you are doing something binary heaven hell thing. Yeah. And instead of being like, this is one of the things on the menu, sometimes you're just going to feel bad. Nobody did anything wrong. In fact, both of us handled it really love in a lovely way that made us feel closer but it was like we just both wanted to be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not, I didn't do, I mean it, I didn't, yeah. you know. Uh, so I feel like that's definitely something we can work on in a way that it sounds really nice. Like, what a relief to not, on top of it, feel guilty like we did something bad yeah. because we're feeling bad. We're just, we just are feeling bad in this moment. We're not in this moment, but in that moment we were. You also said something brilliant. We had made out a little bit. <laughs> we were sexual without, oh boy. We did a little more than that. <laughs> yeah, all right. But um, we're trying to have a baby, so we only, I only, um, how do, I want to say this oh. clinically, blow my <laughs> Oh, no, in a certain window. So we did sexual things without, without me finishing. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. God help us. Yeah. And um, from that point on, I was like a bull with something tied around my nards. Like yeah. when they want to make a bullfight angry, you know, a bull in the uh, bullfight. Yeah. And you po- pointed that out last night yeah. around the time I wanted to smash the toilet, which of course, <laughs> I'm so sensitive. I want to be like... Nobody knew that it was all internal. I was being very nice. Yeah, you were being nice, but you were being. But I was being that you were saying too. I, I was feel... saying grumpy and I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah, right. but you weren't being grumpy. You were saying that you were feeling grumpy. And you said, "Don't forget, you have this. You have blue balls, basically." And I wasn't yeah. feeling that pain, but something about the pump and the sexual, which then led to the wanting to mess around it's and just you, then not it's... having any release, and then having this come up, and I was like. I'm made of testosterone right now, and it's it's yeah. the dark night. Nothing to do with all your strength. Yeah, and there there was nothing for me to do, and I just was like, I have to crumble. Yeah. I also want to say one last thing because we do have to go. Yep. Even when I so I just got two great new books. One is called "You Are the Happiness You Seek" by Rupert Spira, which I'm already enjoying, and there's another one by Peter something, and it's called "Letting Go of Nothing." Eckhart Tolle wrote the intro. It's it's already brilliant, and I was reading. I read the intro to both of those books as I was in this fugue state. Mm. And man, and today was so great. 
and it's people who need people and it's suffering and meaning life is charged by these moments like this thing that i absolutely hated i know it sounds pretty casual because we're just talking about it now but when i was in it i was like this fucking sucks as bad as Anything. anything yeah i hate this as much as anything yeah and to, then i was reading the books and they're talking about suffering everything i read mostly talks about suffering how to deal with suffering what what we're doing with life and all that stuff and i needed it and for the past like two three months mm. i just haven't been reading yeah. my spiritual things and i'm like what's going on and i've just been like going it's okay it's okay you can go through seasons and it's because i needed you really needed it i needed yeah. some suffering yeah. And we said, I was like, suffering is like the oil in the pan. Mm-hmm. And your life is like the salmon and you're cooking the salmon, mm-hmm. but it's the oil that heats up and makes it cook. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I and am good at metaphors. And it lubricates life. You and are it, good yeah, at metaphors. But it, for real, I'm like, it's essential. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go around asking for it, but like, it's the same thing with the no for the show. And that came up too. I was like, I think I'm sadder about that than I realized. And that yeah. came up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then today, just such a ah, beautiful day. And I'm like, suffering, man. It It's also the, like, of course, because your body had a huge release and it let go of some of the things that it was carrying. Yeah. And I think, and I said this to you in the moment, but I was like, I think your body feels safe to be like, oh, and also, by the way, we are sad about the show. Yeah. Here's that. That's right. You know, once the sad door was open, some more how we roll canceled sadness came out. And it was good. Yeah. It was good to let it out. Absolutely. And that's why you feel so good today. You cleared up some space in there. And that's why I wrote so well today. And that's why we're having such a great podcast right now. And yet, no matter how many times we talk about it, I will always resist it. Everybody and I will, will always rather just talk about farting into a toilet bowl and knowing the depth and how much water is in it. <laughs> that is that is just how we all are. Um, can I read this poem because Hit it's it. so perfect? I love it so much. Um, it's this not Jack really one of those. It's about grief. <laughs> um, do you, are you looking up the song or are you reading your? Text? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I thought this was great because of the like sad things that are happening in the world, but then now I think it's great because of what we were talking about. Also, that was in there too. Jeez oh, for sure. Louise. We're I carrying know we that around. Talked about it, but I of mean, course, we're all carrying. We're all carrying heavy grief. Um, so this is by Ellen Bass. The thing is to love life, to love it even when you have no stomach for it, and everything you've held dear crumbles like burnt paper in your hands Mm. your throat filled with the silt of it when grief sits with you it's tropical heat thickening the air heavy as water more fit for gills than lungs when grief waits you like your own flesh only more of it an obesity of grief Mm. you think how can a body withstand this Then you hold life like a face between your palms, a plain face, no charming smile, no violet eyes, and you say, yes, I will take you. I will love you again. Wow. Isn't that just the most perfect poem ever? (laughs) That is a... 
Pulitz? Pulitz? Pulitzer? I give that a Pulitzer. I give that a Pete. I almost texted it to you when I found it a few days ago, but then I wanted to get your real reaction on the podcast. Well, I'm speechless. Isn't it? I want everyone to know I wasn't just quiet because I was like, poem's done. (laughs) That was an obesity. An obesity of grief. grief. I just, I really, I love it so much. I think it... I think it is a perfect poem. I do too. And so beautiful. Thank you, Valerie. Yeah. Look, I uh, hate to do this now, but rituals. <laughs> ritual multi-bite. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Keep it crispy. Motherfucker. <laughs>